welcome to the Angito podcast. On this podcast, I interview predominantly CG artists, artists that I find to be influential or inspirational, artists that create images or media that connects with the viewer or myself on a, on a different wavelength, on a deeper level. I hope to share resources and connect with uh, people I've never met in person and maybe never will meet in person. All of the resources mentioned in the podcast will be in the description, and I hope you enjoy the conversation. Today's guest is Gaurav Gomez. Uh, I went to Vancouver Film School with Gaurav in 2020 and 2021. He is an artist from India who's been doing CG for a couple of years. Um, he really, I don't know if he picked it up fast, but he's hes damn good at it. Um, he's got a lot of stuff on Instagram and uh, on ArtStation if you want to check it out. The amount of detail that he puts into his sculpts uh, uh, really sets the bar quite high. So we just talked about uh, going to Vancouver Film School and what that process was like. So... Enjoy. I'm starting. So, um, I know uh, a fair amount about you, I think, but um, where where are you from in India, if, if for the would-be podcast listener? Okay, yeah, so you want me to introduce myself? Yeah, please. Yeah, so basically I'm from... Uh, Delhi in India mm-hmm. and I've been practicing uh, mostly like uh, 3D modeling and texturing for I guess like two, he- two years or something like that mm-hmm. so yeah in the beginning like what uh, influenced me to get into this field was I think uh, movies like the first Iron Man, and obviously, uh, I also love uh, love the uh, the VFX and all those things in the Sam Raimi's uh, Spider-Man trilogy. So mm-hmm. yeah, these were some of the movies which really inspired me when I was very young, and I always used to think about how do they do all these things in computers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a good way to get into the industry I mean um, you and I went to Vancouver Film School together our program is just yeah. uh, our one year program is just ending now um, yeah and you're you're 10 hours ahead um, what was it like yeah uh, going to going to school uh, at a Canadian institution after you know um, I don't know 20 years of Indian education. Uh, it was, it was, uh, it was actually like a very good experience. But as we all know, unfortunately, due to the uh, pandemic situation, I was not like literally able to attend the school. I did it uh, like hundred percent online. But uh, the things which I learned uh, over there were obviously very valuable, and the teachers were very punctual and the type of uh, like the curriculum and all those things were also like uh, at least of at least for the Vancouver Film School uh, it was really intense so it was really really intense for a one-year course at least that I can say for sure I don't know by uh, about uh, other schools and uh, courses in Canada but for the Vancouver Film School, it was really, really intense. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say other schools were quite this intense. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it bordered on health damaging. It's, uh, yeah. it's a yeah. fun line to walk. Yeah. Um, what do you think stands out um, against the previous education that you had received? I mean, I don't, I don't really know mu- that much about the Indian education system. Um, yeah, like uh, my, like the early, the the, the higher secondary uh, 
education which I had, which is like from the uh, first class to the 12th class in the Indian education. It is like really, really tough if I would say uh, because in, here, like here in my country, like the competition is like very immense, like and mostly all of the all of the students here are pursuing uh, streams like uh, like engineering and they want to become doctors. So I feel that the creative subjects don't get that much of attention over here. And so my school days were a bit, uh, bit tough for me. Uh, I would like to say that, uh, but I, I still was pretty interested in science, like for, uh, like for, uh, not, uh, not, not really that much in the way of teaching in which our schools are teaching us. But generally, I was always like interested in science and computer science and all those things. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and and after that, like after after I finished my school, uh, I think uh, I always always wanted to do something in the field of the field of arts. So uh, because I, I was also interested in like computer related stuff, I found that the this. Uh, the VFX or VFX or the CG industry, as we say, would be like a perfect thing for me to try my hands on. So yeah, that's how I started out. Hmm. Um, so how did you end up picking uh, Vancouver Film School? Is it is it well known in India at all or? Uh, I uh I I don't think it's like very well known because already like people don't give much attention to uh streams like uh like subjects like VFX and all those things so not many people know about it anyways but I uh, got to know about Vancouver Film School when I started searching online for like some of the best schools which teach animation and visual effects uh, and i found out that uh vancouver film school was like one of the top ones and uh as far as i remember uh i i found out found out about it on the rookies website i think in 2008 hmm. it won it won like an award in animation or something on the rookies website so yeah that's where uh, I got to know about it. Yeah, I, they have some such good submissions on their website. Yeah, I, I, uh, like recently, I got my artwork, which the, like my final project, which I did for the Vancouver Film School. I got that featured on their oh, yeah. uh, Instagram page, so <laughs> I was like really happy awesome. that they featured my work cool. on the Instagram page. Yeah. yeah. Man, your anatomy is so good. Um, where, when did you start practicing um, with human anatomy? And I mean, it's like, it's spot on. After I, I wouldn't say it's spot on. I still like got like I still have uh, some difficulty posing the characters. So I still got uh, need to like learn a lot in that in that uh, thing. But I think, yeah, I started practicing anatomy and like uh, after I started uh, learning ZBrush, which I think I'm, I have been uh, doing for like one and a half year. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like the, fir like, uh, the first thing in uh, computer graphics, the first thing which I learned was Maya. Uh, and after that, I came to know about the software, which is ZBrush, and I was really fascinated with it. Like, mm -hmm. you can make, like, high-poly stuff and really detailed stuff on it, like, sculpt it and make it. Uh, where else in Maya, you used to do all by poly modeling, which was, uh, to me, felt very uh, counterintuitive. So, mm -hmm. I, 
I really wanted to try out ZBrush and I, at first the ZBrush, we, as we all know, like the user interface of ZBrush is a mess in itself. So I, I, I had a lot of trouble getting into it and I watched a lot of like a shit ton of YouTube tutorials to first even uh, try, like get to know how to even like even put a first brush stroke on a sphere or something. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like try by trying on and on, I kind of, uh, kind of got to know like how to work around that software. So yeah. Hmm. Um. So, I feel like you were pretty proficient with ZBrush before Vancouver Film School. Um. Do you feel well acquainted with the the pipeline and everything now? I'm. You're, I know this, but um, you're you're going to you're trying to get into another school now that you're finished Vancouver Film School. You're. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking about doing like a degree, uh, ba bachelor degree in media arts. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, that's also something I, I'm interested in. I guess um, I would like to try try like graphic design and stuff. Yeah. Because, because in the end, like my end goal is to become a character concept artist, mm. and uh, and as far as I know, uh, like in most of these studios and uh, everywhere nowadays, like characters are made in uh, in like from the beginning itself, the characters are started out in three D, uh, usually in ZBrush, because it's very uh, very easy to concept out characters in ZBrush. So mm. I found that. Uh, doing like a, a like a art degree might help help me with like the designing skill like uh, like better making my designing skills better or something like that so yeah that's why I'm thinking about doing that um, are you going to try and move to Canada for the next degree or to, for the next school or do you think are you content doing it online in India uh, it depends on the situation. Like if this uh, pandemic thing still goes on, which I think it won't be, but still like it, it entirely depends on the situation. If I get to move uh, to Canada to study, then I will. Otherwise I'll just do it online again. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of nice that we have the, the option. I'm, uh, I'm not in Vancouver and it's, you spend so much time commuting in Vancouver, it's a uh, yeah, it's a ritual of life. But yeah, you gotta commute. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, um, you you did a program before Vancouver Film School, um, in India, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like a program in. Uh, in animation itself, like uh, uh, animation degree, you can you could call that, but uh, that program wasn't like n not at all good. If I must say, like it was not good. The teachers weren't punctual at all. They weren't at attending us any like, and I think the teachers themselves were lacking the knowledge they had. Like they had, uh, they were like retired people who had five years old knowledge and now were teachers because they don't have anything else to do. Like that was the type of situation I was in. And at first I was thinking like whatever they are teaching is all right. But when I started researching on my own on the internet, I found out like the things which they were teaching is like super old and it doesn't apply in today's workflow at yeah. all so yeah hmm. did did it have a similar kind of was it a year long or uh it was uh, it was two years long yeah the first year we did like traditional art sketching and uh sketching and constructional drawings and perspective all those kinds of things and the second year was like all inside of like softwares and stuff Mostly Maya. Yeah, Maya. That's that's where I started using Maya from. Um, yeah. 
so now that you've finished um, VFS, um, how do you think you're gonna kind of put yourself in the direction of going into the concept art industry? Um, do you think you're gonna keep on just doing consistency brush scopes and? Uh, I I think uh, in the beginning, because uh, uh, like the concept art is a pretty senior senior post, so I don't think most of the studios hire a like a fresher like me to work as a concept artist. So my plan is to like basically work uh, like start out as a character or a prop artist, like a three D character or prop artist in any studio, hmm. which there are like more opportunities for and afterwards if i like if i am good enough and i have the skills for it i might do uh, like some character work a char uh, character concept work as well because mm -hmm. uh, i've heard a lot of uh, heard it in a lot of uh, podcasts and stuff like the zebrish podcasts po podcasts like even they say like uh, it it's all about the the skills and the chance like not everyone becomes a character concept artist so it's not like a very a definite not one of like my definite goals but i would like to do it if i get the chance otherwise i'm still like happy being a, a character concept artist uh, sorry not the character concept artist the 3d character artist yeah hmm. yeah you're more interested in the games industry it's, it seems like um like yeah uh i'm in i'm interested in the games yeah i'm more interested in the game industry yeah right mm -hmm. but uh i would also like do a work in movies industry if i get chance because right now i'm a fresher i don't have the like the authority or like anything to choose where I want to work, like yeah. wherever I get work, I'll just yeah. do it. I feel yeah. the same. Um, is there like a particular niche that you want to occupy? Like um, if you had the choice to work on any project? Um, yeah, per you, per personally, uh, I love doing uh, science fiction kind of uh, artwork. So if I get, uh, get uh, like a get to work on a, a movie or on a game which is under like a science fiction kind of genre then I would love to work for that because I'm really interested in do interested in doing uh, hard surface modeling uh, and I'm also interested in doing organic modeling but yeah that's just what I like like the science fiction kind of thing yeah so that's that you could call that one of my niches or interests. Mm. Is there is there one thing that you've got in your mind that, let's say you're um, you become a senior concept artist and they give you a blank slate? Um, what do you think you would? Is there is there a project in mind that you'd love to create? Uh, not really. I haven't. Uh, I haven't thought about any particular project. But uh, uh, no, uh, like if I was given like a like a task to make a character uh, like character concept for uh, like a, any kind of a, like a movie or a game, I would first need what the di director wants, like what's the vision for the director, and like then only I'll be able to start working on the character. Because uh, I think that's the most important thing in a film or a game that you 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 are able to uh, take the director's vision and put it onto the monitor or the screen. So yeah, but personally, right now I don't have any like I like any story or a particular character in mind that I would like to make. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, you certainly got the the technical skills. I hope so. <laughs>
Um, what would you um, say to someone that is thinking about doing the Vancouver Film School program? I mean, uh, I suppose it depends on where you're coming from and what background. Um, I think yeah. the, the cost of the program is definitely the biggest barrier to entry. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And the biggest barrier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I would definitely like to say that, like, you should, you should, like, uh, you should do it. You should do it, spend all the money on it only if you are really, really interested in this mm -hmm. particular field. Because I've seen a lot of people, a lot of students who th who think this as like a easy easy way out of earning money. They they think that yeah. uh, we we'll just we'll just leave other other types of jobs and like for example like other for example like engineering and stuff. And they think like yeah this is just this is a pretty easy easy line to get into and we'll easily. Uh, make a lot of money because they've heard that the movie industry and the gaming industry is a very big industry and people earn a lot of money but I would like to tell them that if you are not genuinely interested in the in the craft and if you are not generally uh, genuinely interested in art itself then I don't think this uh, field is for you because other than that there aren't any limitations anyone can do it like you just need the need the the interest for it i think yeah mm. yeah for sure it's it's such a labor of love yeah you need to put in the time and effort yeah. just like everything else <laughs> um are there any artists that uh you're particularly drawn to either i feel like uh this industry is a bit of an echo chamber with respect to where influence comes from i'm most of the people I kind of follow and subscribe to tend to come from California or Vancouver. Or, um, yeah. Are there any that you follow um, either just generally in the world or uh, in India in particular? Uh, a few of the Indian artists that I really follow are, uh, are like digital sculptors like uh, there's uh, there's an artist whose name is Vimal Karkatta and he works as a facial facial sculptor for Dineg mm. and uh, and then uh, there's uh, there's also an artist uh, whose name uh, I think I think his name is Gurjeet Singh yeah I I follow him on Instagram and his work is so amazing he sculpts uh, like Marvel characters and DC characters and mostly superhero characters. He even sculpts some of the Indian comic, uh, comic characters. And yeah, I really love his like zebra sculpts and all. I think he works for for Hasbro as like a like a uh, like he makes the sculpt for the toys and heads for the toys and all. And uh, outside India, I follow uh, mostly. Uh, uh, and Brazilian artist. His name is Rafael Grisetti, yeah. and he's like really, really popular yeah, amongst yeah. like the three D three D people. Like he's one of the best. And I got to know about him after I uh, after I started playing God of War, and I was like really amazed by the artwork, uh, like the art and everything in that game. So I searched it up on the internet, like who's who's the art director and stuff. And I found out that uh, he was one of the art directors and he's also like a 3D artist. And I heard uh, like a couple of his podcasts and interview and I and I really, really like really got to know him well. And and his art is obviously like his 3D sculpts are all obviously like awesome and stuff. He, he even does like many personal projects and recently he's been, do he's been doing some nft artworks and been uh, and have been like earning a lot of money there as well yeah so yeah yeah you you tried the nft um, um yeah 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 i did it, it was just like like a, I, I, uh i i i made an nft on rareable.com like it was just to try it out just to try how it goes 
yeah so it's still there if someone wants to buy it but yeah i feel like you'll 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 be able to sell so, them pretty soon i think like the quality no. of work is just crazy man i uh, it's, uh, it's so good yeah thank you so much man but i don't i'm not sure about the nft because yeah, i i i i priced it a bit priced it a bit too too high i don't think anyone will buy it i just i just wanted to see the process of it like how how does one create a nft so i just tried it out how many hours do you think it took you all in to post it uh like to post it didn't take much it it was like five to ten minutes it wasn't like a very complicated process i i already had like a 3d character with me which i built uh a few times like a like way before then and i just used that and did like a re-render of it i rendered it again and did some relighting and stuff and i posted that as an nft mm -hmm. so yeah Yeah. This this NFT NFT thing is really has been really booming. Yeah, it really blew up since uh since since some days. Yeah, I think people kind of. Yeah. People really Got made up to the mainstream. Kind of. Yeah, he made a huge fortune out of it. <laughs> and Rascal's yeah. kind of. Yeah. Well. Mostly the biggest artists i know are on the foundation website and i've heard like it is invitation based so not everyone can go and sell their artworks there but most of the like the biggest artists are on foundation hmm. so yeah um is this is a kind of but um I've, I've been reading a little bit about um the english um kind of occupation of india and governance of india do you feel like the indian education system the kindergarten through 12 is a kind of a remnant of the that sort of colonial presence do, uh, do you feel that at all uh like I, I personally don't don't know much about it but because like like this is like an obvious thing like before before like the colon colonization our uh education system was like way different than it is right now but like now as uh, as we can see like a, a generation of generation of people have been studying this way and it's it's been doing pretty all right so hmm. i don't think it matters that much because it's it's how it is like i don't even know that much about it because uh, i i've also i have also uh done education through the same kind of process so yeah i can't tell the difference between the previous type of education that we used to do before the colonization and now but yeah that's that's how it is mm -hmm. i i can't answer that properly fortunately yeah. i don't know a lot of things apart from my own stuff <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah i was just listening to how the um the Canadian and American education systems were imported from from Prussia. Um, oh, okay. Kind of carbon copied to a certain degree. Uh, so they are not not similar to the British education system. Um, oh, the British education system is also kind of a. Um, I shouldn't say a carbon copy, but heavily influenced by the Prussian um, way of education. Okay. Um, more you know. Pardon me. Who's the more you know? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Um. 
you just mentioned the, the a second ago you mentioned the ZBrush podcast. Um, I've never heard of that one. Um, do you listen? If to you, it? if you, yeah, uh, I've listened to mostly like all of them. Mm-hmm. If you if you go to the ZBrush page on the YouTube, uh, uh, there you can find like a lot of podcasts by different artists. Like mostly all of them are like the major artists in the industry from different big studios and they interview them and have a podcast with them. They also do uh, like uh, uh, something called the ZBrush Summit in which they call uh, like artists from the industry and they teach us their methods and and all the all the all the types of uh, all the process which they use and what kind of like the thought process which goes through their head while they work and it's it's really interesting to hear that and it it really helps a lot to learn and develop our skills mm-hmm. um, are there any other resources that you feel were or are instrumental to yeah uh, like mostly i've been learning through youtube so uh, I also found a very, really popular uh, page, which is a uh, popular channel, which is called the Flip Normals. Yeah, cool. And yeah, they, they have some really awesome tutorials. And, and the thing that, that I love about, love about the tutorials is that they, they have, uh, they post like a, a series of uh, tutorials, which are, which start from the beginning, like from zero if you if you don't know anything about the software they will start right from the beginning and they'll teach you onwards like because most uh earlier most of the tutorials in which uh uh which i used to search b- uh, before that they also always used to start uh, always used to start the tutorial as if the people the people who are trying to learn from the tutorial are already like intermediate and they would know the they they would know the basic terminology and all those things but uh for the people who who don't know anything and just want to start out using 3d uh they they get some uh they get some trouble trying to understand what the people are uh, what the the person in the youtube video is speaking out so that's what i like about flip normals because they 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 explain each and every single thing from the start if you are watching their beginners tutorial and they even have like uh, advanced tutorials so if you already know some stuff you can you can develop more watching those tutorials so yeah they they've got some and most uh, the most good thing about that is also that those are free of course because they are youtube videos but they even have some better like more in-depth and detailed tutorials which are paid so you can get those as well if you want and yeah, they have a nice podcast too. It's um yeah, it's not it's yeah not they much, uh, technical as it is kind of yeah they they they, they they discuss some really interesting topics. Hmm. I I listen to those as well. Um, like recently, recently, not recently, like last year or something, they did a podcast about if an artist should go to school or not. Is yeah. school really necessary for you to become an artist? And they discussed a lot of things about it yeah. so yeah they, they they have some good topics to listen to yeah i i listened to that as well just prior to going to Vancouver film school um oh <laughs> did it, i don't think that that changed your mind then well yeah i mean <laughs> they, just... they recommended against it um yeah <laughs> but uh, i i don't consider myself an unmotivated person um I think I have an okay work ethic, uh, but nevertheless, I think Vancouver Film School really kind of puts you through the, the the meat grinder of the industry a little bit. It simulates. I don't think I would yeah. spend quite as much time in in. Uh, yeah. Also. In space, right? Yeah. Also, a thing which we get from attending a school, which we don't get from learning by ourselves, is like getting to interact with people who have the same interest as us because mm-hmm. if we if we just stay at home or like stay in front of our monitors and just watch tutorials and keep on doing 
doing like following those tutorials like a monkey or something then like we won't get that kind of like a social part of the industry like we won't be able to uh, like get uh, like if we like mix up with people which are interested in the same things we we often get different ideas and different kind of things which we would haven't uh, thought uh, thought ourselves so that's that's a really good thing uh, yeah it really helps us to like brainstorm yeah. together that's one thing i um have had trouble with um at, at dfs i i felt like um it, it was a little lacking in uh i guess opportunities to collaborate to a certain degree just be, maybe just because it was online or yeah some of the projects um that might be my own perception i, I know i mean yeah. you collaborated a little more than i did yeah. I, I we also did like the cartoon city project together yeah. if you remember yeah. yeah so that was a nice introduction to it yeah how did you feel like um did you feel like you progressed a lot faster um with maya um Vancouver Film School pretty much just teaches Maya. Um, yeah, uh, like uh, uh, in in use for like in case of using Maya, yeah, I learned quite not. I wouldn't say like a lot of things because I knew most of the things already, but I did learn uh, a lot of uh, uh, learn quite a quite a lot of new shortcuts like how you could do something much more faster and efficient in an efficient way and and this this i'm talking in terms of like modeling but in terms of rendering lighting and animating which i'm not that much interested but still like in terms of those subjects i really learned a lot because because before that i didn't even know how to how to render out like a render pass and all those things but in terms of all those technical things i really learned a lot and uh, i'm yeah i'm really glad i did so yeah um, also our our uh yeah go ahead uh, i was just saying like our zebrish zebrish instructor uh like he was also really awesome i really uh, really enjoyed uh, learning from him and he used to give a lo lot of great feedback like my final final character which I made is is like is good just because of all the feedback that I got from him so yeah that that also really helped I don't, I don't know how it would have came out if it wasn't for his feedbacks yeah Jesse Irvin he's he's a, yeah. such a good yeah guy. Yeah, I don't know about the particular studio that he joined, but yeah, he, he, yeah, I, I'm not sure about where he's working now, but he was working in the VFS for about 12 years or so, something like that. He, he has been here, he was here for a very long time. Are there any other resources that you've tried, um, other like online schools that um, you you could speak to, like uh, maybe uh, I don't know, um, Gumroad. Uh, you, oh, Gum. You mean like the online courses and mm -hmm. like tutorial, paid tutorials and stuff? Mm -hmm. uh, no, like no, not really. Like most of what I learned wa was from YouTube and reddit forums yeah that's that's where i learn most of the things i don't think you really need to pay anything in order to learn a software i think the most valuable thing that you get out of paying to someone is the feedback because that's really difficult to get these days because most of the good artists are busy and they don't have the time to give proper feedback 
but in terms of like yeah i think there's a certain value in if if the teacher or whomever is selling the the knowledge feels that their knowledge is of value or it's worth paying for um i think they they might put a little more effort into sharing it and curating yeah it. yeah definitely like there are as i said like for example, like flip normal, they they have like the free stuff, like like the free tutorials and the paid tutorials. They give you the option to like if you have, uh, if you want to, uh, try out the paid tutorials, you can. You definitely can. But in my case, I didn't uh didn't feel like uh doing the learning from the paid tutorials because I thought that uh, learning from uh like the free tutorials on youtube was good enough for me but uh, like it's your preference you you can do it however you uh whatever suits you it's i think it comes down to personal preference yeah um i've tried a couple uh of different online schools like um i've done a, a class with learn squared and uh one or two classes with uh, School of Motion. Oh, um, cool. Who else? Um, there's a there's a fair amount of courses on ArtStation right now. It's 2021. Yeah. And, uh, ArtStation is free for 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 the year. Um, yeah. Just to try and incentivize people into the subscription, I think. Yeah. Um, there's some pretty good resources on there too. Yeah, yeah. All the fundamentals can definitely be found on YouTube, undoubtedly. Yeah. I think there is a risk with uh, getting your education on YouTube, though. Um, most of the best content, I think, floats to the top or manages to get there, maybe. And then uh, mm -hmm. because it's so accessible, I think it's a little more recycled and... You're more likely to encounter that particular technique if it's on YouTube. Yeah. That workflow. Yeah. Um, yeah. The. Yeah. 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 You are. You are definitely like correct in that way. Like the main thing is to do like a lot of lot of research, is what I can say. Like if you, like for me, the first time when I wanted to. Uh, wanted to understand the workflow of like 3D modeling and texturing. Uh, there wasn't, I couldn't find a particular uh, video. Like I, I'm talking about like one or two years back. I couldn't find like a particular video in which they were, uh, in which they were explaining the entire workflow in a, in a, in a sequence uh, like that. So yeah, I had to, uh, had to do a lot of research and go through a lot of PDFs and uh, and YouTube videos and Reddit and what whatever else. Like, uh, so yeah, that that that's the thing that if you if you if you do a paid, uh, if you learn from a paid tutorial, you'll you'll get all of that in in like in a few minutes. Like because the person will explain it to you nicely and everything. But if you if you do it yourself and you'll have to spend a lot of of extra time extra time trying to find out answers for the for the questions which you don't know mm. so that's that's an advantage i think for if you're learning through paid courses definitely that's an advantage the risk of kind of copy pasting the tutorial is just as prevalent when you're paying for content though i think that's a little inescapable when you're learning from tutorials yeah like most of the tutorials are for example the blender tutorial the first tutorial that everyone does and everyone follows while learning tenders the, the donut and the coffee like yeah it it has that effect like most of the tutorial has that effect mm -hmm. But I think that practice is good if you're like a beginner and you just want to know the process, like learn the process that the pro the the process of copying is good for learning, but 
when you have learned the process, uh, then you should like try creating or creating your own stuff. But it's yeah, the the process of copying is definitely good if you are starting out and as a beginner. Um, with uh, going back to Vancouver Film School, um, I think one of the biggest selling points of the school is um, the the mentorship. There's um, it's divided into six terms, and the last two mm -hmm. terms, I suppose, um, it's mostly geared towards um, interaction with uh, people in the industry, doing mm -hmm. mentorship on on the work that you've created. Um, yeah. Did you did you feel like you found a mentor? Um, you you already mentioned Jesse. Um, yeah. Well, uh, uh, like the thing is that. Uh, I'm really, really, I have a really good feeling about uh, learning from JC because uh, he used to have, uh, he used to give the most amount of classes to us. Like, but the thing with the mentorship classes was that they were only once in a week. So uh, we as students weren't able to get uh, get the most out of it because we were like around like, in in my modeling class at least there were like seven people and there were also other batches and there was just a single day for the men a single mentor to like help each and every of those students so yeah they were they were, they were definitely helpful to clear out some doubts but uh but yeah but uh, the time i think the time they didn't have the time to like give uh they didn't have the time to give to like each and every student hmm. that's what i think yeah yeah that's right. just to clarify um there's about um at the time that we're doing this there's seven or eight mentors but uh each one has a kind of a, a one hour or three excuse me three hours yeah. that they offer yeah interact with maybe yeah. 10 or 15 students so it's yeah like, um not individualized per se, but um, yeah, yeah. I think you're kind of encouraged to interact with a whole bunch of mentors. Um, but I I agree with you. I mean, it kind of ends up as maybe thirty minutes of mentorship a week, which um, is that enough mentorship? I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I suppose. I'm not sure either. Like I I I was able to do do good enough with that but like for example the people who are just starting out with these kind of things it might be a bit less for them mm. yeah so i feel that the the classes which which we had with jesse were much more helpful because he had more time to give us mm. and unlike the mentors which was not their fault but mm -hmm. that's that how it was. Yeah. But yeah. Um, uh, are there any other uh, resources that um, you would you would recommend to the to the would be listeners? Or... Uh, other what? Um, other resources like uh, other oh resources. Mm -hmm. uh, other resources, like there's like. Gumroad, and you can you can find some good tutorials on Gumroad as well, and you could even find some good plugins for your softwares and those kind of things as well on Gumroad, and then all those like usual stuff, ArtStation, Marketplace, and yeah, uh, uh, even even that. What was it? I, I can't remember uh, like remember the name of that website, but there's a like a website which has all all the uh, all the like the latest uh, like it's like a what do you say like a new uh, sort of like a news website like it has all the latest updates in the in the in in this like the in the VFX industry and the game industry. It all uh, it it 
gives like it has a lot of good articles on it okay. you, sometimes they if you remember send it yeah. to me I'll, uh, I'll put the links in the oh yeah the definitely where you find the link. yeah yeah and and then that uh, as i said like youtube and reddit reddit is also pretty good like if you if you join the communities like for example uh, 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 i i joined the 3d modeling community and zebrish community and like those communities and if you are having some kind of like a problem you can upload it uh, to the reddit and the like the people on reddit are really really active like instantly you you'll start getting like a bunch of solutions for it and they are really helpful so i found reddit really good for that as well yeah Do you do you feel like the connections that you made at Vancouver Film School will be uh, long lasting? Do you do you feel like you've kind of found a bit of a tribe of uh, people that you'll stay in contact with for a long time? Yeah, I can't uh, like I can't say, but I hope so. <laughs> I hope I keep in touch with all of them, like the people with uh, with whom I uh, worked together were like really amazing that's that's why i joined a group project for my final demo reel because i wanted to interact with people otherwise it wouldn't have felt like a like a like a like studying in a school that's uh, that's why i joined a a group so that i could interact and we could share ideas and in the end we could like build build out a demo reel which which is in which like all of us have given our parts so yeah we we really really got to know each other got to we even used to watch movies together on discord and yeah those kind of things it was really a good experience i, I wished we we were able to meet like uh yeah face to face but yeah that's what it is like yeah. i hope to see but i definitely hope to see you all yeah maybe uh, in yeah in canada someday yeah be fun. um well i think uh, that probably uh, suffices for the recording time 15 minutes mm. um, this is a this is a podcast i think um there is Perhaps not a lack, but I uh, I don't really find that many um, podcasts where it's just uh, two people conversing about the industry and careers and things. There's a few that um, I really enjoy listening to, and, uh, and it seems like a good way to kind of meet artists on a meet other artists on a kind of deeper level. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, no problem. Good talk. Really good talk. Yeah. Cool.